The following is a Kingfisher Media Production. Hey guys, you're listening to the In the Blood Podcast. I am your host, AC Bergen Fisher, and thank you so much for listening, whether you are a new or returning listener. I'd like to invite you to find a quiet place where you consider what's being shared with an open mind and a receptive heart. Before we begin, though, the following disclaimer. I am not a therapist, and nothing presented here should be considered as therapy. If you feel that therapy would be beneficial, please seek out a licensed therapist who you trust. I wanted to start off with a a quote from one of my favorite authors and speakers, Christopher Hitchens, who said, those who are determined to be offended will discover a provocation somewhere. Okay. And the the reason that that quote is kind of important to me is because it it ties into something that I have said many, many times over the years. It's, It's sort of become a quote that's associated with me everywhere I go which is that offense is taken, it's not given. You know, and a lot of people have pushed back on me about that over the years, saying, well, no, no, come on, like, it is possible to give offense. And up until recently, I, I'd always struggled, like, how to best explain my my position to them. I'm going to take a stab at doing it as well as possible today, Because I'm just tired of having this conversation. I don't think it needs to be had over and over again. To me, it's fairly obvious that I am correct. To those who think that I'm not correct, well, I'm hoping to change your mind today. And while I don't typically like to default to dictionary definitions, because I find that like most of us, when we're having a conversation, we're not using dictionary terms. We have our own ideas about what words mean. And that's why I think like, if you're going to have a conversation with somebody, the first thing you have to do is agree upon how we're going to define certain things when we're having a conversation, you know, and it doesn't mean we got to sit there and jot down a list on a yellow legal pad. It could be just something as simple as if I, if I use a word, you just say, Hey, can I put you on pause? Like, what did you mean by that? Okay. And it doesn't even have to be like an outlandish word. It could be something simple, right? Like if I, And I'm going to introduce you to my partner and say, this is my wife. What does wife mean to you? What does wife mean to me? You know, and I think all of you are already probably thinking, well, I know what wife means. But some people might think wife means that we went through a marriage ceremony in a church because only a church wedding is a real wedding, right? Other people might think, okay, well, you've gone through some sort of ceremony. Maybe it was a church. Maybe it was in front of a justice of the peace. You know, maybe one of your friends did one of those online become a minister things. Who knows? Like, there's a lot of ways that could have happened. How I define it is a little bit differently, maybe, from from those. When I say this is my wife, what I mean is this is the person with whom I'm living. And we are in a committed romantic relationship. Okay? There was room for misunderstanding just right there. That's a really common word. Now, if I get into something like, you know, saying, well, well, let's use the example that's on the table today. Offense. What does offense mean? What does it mean to be offended? 
you know, and we could argue with each other for like hours only to find out that, okay, well, if we had agreed upon the definition of offended, maybe there wouldn't have been any room for disagreement. We might have been talking past each other this whole time because we didn't take the the five minutes to agree upon what the term means. So let's start with the dictionary definition, which it, it happens to be in line with like how I would define the word anyways. Maybe it does a, a better job of clearly defining it because as you've probably already noticed for the last few minutes, I can ramble on a little bit once you get me wound up. And um, so maybe I should just shut up and go straight to the dictionary. So the dictionary says offense is, quote, annoyance or resentment brought about by a perceived insult to one's standards or principles, end quote. So by definition, offense is taken, it's not given, because we're talking about a perceived insult, okay? This is like, I, I can't cause you to perceive something. I mean, your brain is going to interpret things how your brain is going to do it, right? That isn't under my control. Like I, I may be able to like sway you a little bit, influence you maybe in some way, but it, at the end of the day, I can't control it, which means I don't have the power to make you feel a thing. I don't have the, 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 the power to make you offended. I cannot give you that offense, even though sometimes I would really, really love to have that power because, you know, some people, they're, they're just, you know. I, I don't need to go into you, you. You know the kind of people I'm talking about. You know the circumstances I'm talking about. And man, like if you could make them feel some kind of way, if you can be as petty as I can sometimes, I am willing to guess you'd probably do it. If not, well, you're a better person than me. And maybe I should have you on the show and you can explain to me how I could be a little bit better. Because, you know, I'm, I'm big enough to admit that I need the help. Anyways, um, what a lot of people seem to have a problem with when I when I say that offense is is taken rather than given is that it, it seems that they they interpret that to mean that I have given myself license to be a jerk. That I have absolved myself of any responsibility to attempt to be decent or considerate, sympathetic, empathetic, whatever. They just think, you know, I, I'm just like a bull in a china shop, just like smashing through their feelings with blatant disregard for like how things are being received. And that honestly, it, it's not the case because while I do believe strongly that your feelings, your reactions are kind of like your problem, your responsibility. I also don't want to make things hard for you. It's all part of the, the social contract, right? I mean, like, I don't want to get too far into the weeds, but I think like society only really functions in, in practical ways when we can all agree upon certain things, right? Like we can agree that we are going to avoid stealing from each other, right? So I don't steal from you with the understanding that if I show you that, that, that courtesy, I can reasonably trust that you are not going to steal from me. I don't damage your property because I don't want you to damage mine. You know, it's basically we're, we're trying to avoid any situation where we have invited retaliation upon ourselves. So in a sense, 
us being decent to each other, it is a form of um, self-preservation. It's a it's a form of ultimately like paying rewards back on ourselves, right? So if I'm going to say, well, offense is taken, not given, so I can be like a total prick and you're just going to have to suck on it. Well, that's sort of like short-sighted because if I do that, I've invited you to take the same attitude with me. And like, I don't want you to treat me like crap. I would prefer that you treat me with respect. And I don't, I don't expect that. Like I'm going to like approach you disrespectfully and have you return kindness for that, you know? So hopefully that explains like more or less like what, what my position is because like, while it, it may seem like I am contradicting myself in saying like your feelings, your problem, but at the same time saying, Hey, I'm considered your feelings. Not really. It's like at the end of the day, I, I, I think that the logic tracks. I think it makes sense. I mean, if you disagree, feel free to, to weigh in via email or, you know, on social media, whatever the case may be, reach out. Like I'm, I'm not wanting to, operate in an echo chamber here i often am wrong and i don't mind hearing about it because if you point out how i'm wrong that's an opportunity for me to learn i don't have to be wrong about this again okay now the the other saying that i think has become really really associated with me over the years is that taking responsibility is a more valuable exercise than assigning blame Okay, so like I just talked about how somebody else's reactions or feelings, whatever, are are not my responsibility, right? Like I don't have control over that. So this again might sound like I'm contradicting myself, but like when I think about re responsibility, right? Like taking responsibility rather than pointing fingers, rather than blaming other people. What I'm saying is that I'm willing to be held accountable for my words and for my actions, right? If I'm going to blame somebody else for something that I have done, I'm shifting this accountability that belongs on me onto them, right? So like if to take things kind of like full circle here, if you say something that I find offensive and I turn around and I say, you know what, you hurt my feelings. You made me feel this way. What I've done is I've shifted the accountability that I have for my own words, my own actions. I've dumped that onto you. I don't want to do that. Like these, these two things, like they actually tie directly together. And like, hopefully, like if you think about the way I'm explaining it and hopefully I'm doing a good job of it, that you'll understand like kind of where I'm coming from. It's like basically none of us has a license to be an asshole. And none of us has license at the same time to point fingers at other people and say, hey, you are on the hook for my attitudes, my actions, my feelings, my whatever. You know, maybe I'm not in complete control all the time, but just like a somebody who gets drunk, gets behind the wheel of the car and they like mow down a family and kill them, they're going to be held legally accountable in the heat of the moment, I may not know what I'm doing. I just like the, the drunk person, I, I might be like blacked out. <laughs> I may not be doing my best thinking. I might be exercising really, really poor judgment. When everything calms down, I still got things to fix up. Okay. 
I still have to be held accountable. I've got to hold myself accountable first and foremost, but you are, would be well within your rights too to say, hey, you know what? When you did that thing, I, I understand, okay, maybe you were having a panic attack. Maybe your anxiety got to the best of you. Maybe this was a PTSD trigger, but you were still like a right prick and that's not okay. Like, what are you going to do to make it right? That's okay. Like, that's not an unreasonable thing for you to ask of me. Like I said, I don't have a license to be a jerk. You know, and, I, and at the same time, I don't have a license to like point the fingers and say, well, you know, I only acted that way because you made me angry. Like what an immature and childish thing to say. Like if I allowed myself to get angry, I allowed myself to get baited into like a certain frame of mind. I allowed you more influence than you really should have had to put me into a place I didn't want to be. I'm sorry. Like. Maybe you should have been a little bit more considerate, but I can't like hold you to blame for that. It, you know, it'd be like if, if you leave your car door unlocked and you got your, your wallet on the dashboard and I go and steal your wallet and then you're like, hey, why, why did you do that? I can't turn around and say, hey, it's your fault. You should have locked your door. Like, <laughs> I'm still the thief in this, in this situation, right? Like. Whether your door was locked or unlocked, even if your door was like wide open, it's like I'm responsible for what I did. You might have made it easy for me to do the wrong thing, but I still ultimately did the wrong thing. You are not to blame for that. I am to blame for that. Same thing when we're getting into, you know, like actions related to feelings. Okay, you can. Well, and, and this is something that's happened before. This is a real world example. Somebody was hurling insults towards my dead father, like just repeatedly trying to bait me into an argument. And most people would have, actually most people that I told this story to had said the same thing. If somebody had said that about my dead father, I would have punched him in the face. Why didn't you do that? What's wrong with you? And I said, well, there's nothing wrong with me. It's like, I saw what this person was trying to do. It's like, you're trying to provoke me into actions that I don't want to engage in. Did I want to punch this person in the face? Of course I did. I'm human. Nobody should be able to talk about like a dead relative like that, especially like some of the things this person was saying was like just intentionally gross. But offense is taken. It's not given, you know, taking a responsibility. It's more valuable than assigning blame. Like I didn't, I didn't have the right to respond physically to a verbal attack. I could have responded verbally to a verbal attack. I don't have to respond even emotionally to a verbal attack. At the end of the day, I am responsible for me. You are not responsible for me. You are responsible for you. And I think I've beaten this point to death enough, so I'm just going to like... <laughs> I, I, I'm going to leave it at that. Okay? The, the last thing I want to say is that being offended, it's it's completely unavoidable at times. All of us get offended. Of course, we all get offended. Oftentimes, that offense is completely justified. Like if somebody's being just like, they're, they're going out of their way to be a jerk. I don't know how many different ways to perceive somebody who's being an asshole. So if they're like, if, if I'm being, according to the dictionary definition, right, if I'm feeling annoyance or resentment because of the perceived insult to, to me, I can see how justified that is. 
And, you know, like sometimes the, the, the upside to allowing ourselves to be offended is that this might be the, the, the thing that is necessary to motivate us to protect ourselves or even to protect others. You know, I'm so offended by the fact that you said terrible things about me that this emotional response has like just highlighted the importance to me of setting a boundary, a reasonable boundary, not saying, Hey, you're not allowed to talk to me like that anymore. It's me saying, Hey, if you're going to keep on talking about that, this is where we part ways. I don't even owe you an explanation. It like in a case like that. And I, I had something like that happen recently. Somebody was just trying to like, you know, when somebody enters into a conversation with you and it's like, they're operating under the, the the guise of wanting to have dialogue, but really what they're trying to do is enter into like a competitive conversation where there's a clearly defined winner. I don't want to have dialogue with somebody who's trying to win a conversation. A person like that, I, I, I'm not going to feed their ego by getting into it. If this is a social media thing, you know, the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to delete your comment. The second thing I'm going to do is I'm going to block you because I'm not interested. I don't owe you my attention. You are not deserving of an audience. I'm not telling you to shut up. You go spread your stuff anywhere else you want. You spread your, your, your venom, your vitriol, your nonsense. Post it on your own Facebook page. I don't really care. Just don't bring it to mine. Don't drop it in my lap because if anything offensive is dropped in my lap, I'm going to set a boundary. I'm going to not just set it. I'm going to assert it. I don't have to communicate it with words because I've communicated it through action. And if you can't see that, well, you know what? Too bad. Try me again. We'll see what happens. Every angle you attack me from, I will cut that off until you finally either get the point or there's just no more angles left to, to, to come from. Okay. Long story short, everybody gets offended and that's really, really okay. We're, we're, we're not ever disqualified from asserting reasonable boundaries just because offense is taken. All right. So hopefully my, my words have resonated with you. May, hopefully, you know, if you came in thinking I was dead ass wrong, maybe I've changed your mind. Hopefully I've changed your mind. If nothing else, hopefully I've like pointed out that there's a slightly different way of looking at things. Maybe I have come across to you as so wrong that like your mind is racing, thinking of like all the reasons why, you know what? And I'm not like inviting you to a conflict. I'm inviting you like in, in all sincerity, if you've got a list of reasons that you think clearly outline how I have gotten this whole situation wrong, how maybe this like important core philosophy of mine is misguided, please let me know. I want to learn. I don't, I don't need to be right all the time. You know, I think that, well, there's, there, there is a definite enjoyment in, in being right. Of course we like to celebrate that. But one of the things I've learned to do is to also celebrate being wrong because being right doesn't offer nearly as many learning opportunities as being wrong does. And it doesn't offer nearly as many opportunities to connect with other people through open, honest, even if heated dialogue. I want to connect with you guys. And I want you to connect with each other. 
And if anything I've said here today has facilitated that, I think that's awesome. Okay? Anyways, friends, until next week, as always, be good to yourselves, be good to each other. Much love.